Good morning, all. This is Russell, your host for this morning's encounter with the Lord. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Right, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that as we call on your name, you are here. When you call us here, it is not us calling out to you. But you call us here to be with you and spend this first part, our first fruits of the time you have given us for this week that lies ahead before us. Thank you, Father, that before we make this start, we are given this opportunity to acknowledge your presence, to be with our Father, and to receive from him all that we need to make things go in accordance with his plan. So as we begin our prayer, we call, we acknowledge your presence, Father. In everything that we have scheduled for this week in accordance with plans that we have made. For it is you who bring our plans to fruition and success. Whatever aligns with your will, you hear and you answer. And you give us that direction. You grant us your wisdom and you grant us an understanding. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our path, our words, our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart. We lean not on our own understanding, on our own limitations, on what we see with our physical eyes. But we open our hearts and in the eyes of the Spirit to look at what you say through your word and through your Spirit to us. And as we come in your presence, Father, the peace that you pour into us. We open our hearts and we receive for our fill. For when you anoint our head, it is our cup that overflows. And we want to share that very same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family called by your name. We want to share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. We offer ourselves to stand in that gap. We also share your peace and your joy, Lord, with all those that are called Christians, called by your name and yet have not encountered you in that personal way that establishes a personal relationship with you, that makes you alive and present to them. And we share it with all those that have willfully chosen to step away from you. That have chosen darkness, that have chosen false doctrine, that have chosen to believe a lie. Let every such lie that stands between you and them be cut down. Let your glory be revealed, Father. That they might see you, they might know you, might make that decision to turn back like the prodigal son. So as we begin our prayer this morning, Father, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator. 
the rabbi of all ages, the father who has loved us with an everlasting love, who renews his mercy for us every morning. We pray in the name of that king. We pray in the name of that God who is ever full of grace, ever so gracious, willing to grant us grace. That grace which he made available through the sacrifice of his son. The son that became the atonement for our sin. We pray in his name, the name of Jesus. The one through whom we have our salvation. The name through which we have received that redemption. There is no other name given under heaven through which we can receive salvation. That is what the word says. It is he who taught us faith. The word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us and now through revelation by the spirit becomes even more real to us. It is through him we have learned prayer. It is he who taught us faith. And it is he who leads us into every battle, leading from the front, the rider on the white horse. The Lord of hosts is he. We pray in the name of his spirit. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now gives life to our mortal body. The one who heals our backsliding, who convicts us, but never willing to condemn. God himself who made his tabernacle in our hearts so that we can commune with him at all times. When we open our mouths to pray and we are aligned with him in the spirit and we become one spirit with him, he always hears us. He prays and intercedes on our behalf. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of victory, We thank you, Father, for the gift of life that we are alive today. And there are many that would have hoped to have that little extra time in order to be able to make corrections to the mistakes they have made in their lives. Yet you give us this opportunity and we fail to see it. We take it for granted. We ask forgiveness, Father, for all those times. We ask you to open our eyes to see all the areas that need correction. All those parts of our life that are out of alignment from your will, that we might align, that we might be bold and carry your word, your gospel to all your people, carry your message of salvation, that we might walk in obedience, walk in the spirit with you. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with angels, with destiny helpers. We thank you, Lord, that you teach us from your word, that you have given that word that contains prophecies, promises, principles by which our life, when we live, we step into your abundance, the abundance that you came to give us and the dominion that you had that was always part of your plan for us right from Genesis when you first made man and you said let them have dominion we have lost our way in transit father we ask for that quickening 
for that revelation that comes from you. So that when we understand and we apply the principles that you have made available to us through your word, we are able to take on the character of Jesus our Christ. And we are able to walk and live in that image and likeness which will have dominion. We thank you, Father. And as we begin our reflection this morning, I'd just like to draw your attention to uh, today's reflection will be focused on fasting again. And we did uh, a little bit on fasting. We did two sessions last week where we reflected on three keys to make fasting effective. These being humility, repentance and prayer in order to seek God and to come closer to him. Yesterday we reflected on 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 where the father spoke of a few conditions. And he said, if you fulfill those, then I will hear you. And a key one among them is humbling oneself. And fasting is among the best ways to humble oneself. But the Lord wanted to teach us more about fasting. So he pointed to examples of fasting in the Bible. And there are many so that we can understand the power of fasting. Today, we shall reflect on some of those. Dr. Miles Munro describes fasting as that additional engine added to your vehicle of prayer so that it can go further and faster with God. Now, let's look at some of these examples from the Bible and see how it worked for them. And if it worked for them, then it can change the course of history in our lives too. The first one I'd like to touch upon is from the book of Ezra. In where in Ezra chapter 8, while he was leading the Israelites back home from captivity in Babylon when they were freed, he proclaimed a fast for safe passage of the people because they were defenseless and the journey was treacherous with thieves and brigands along the way. And when the people fasted, Verse 23 says, God answered them. And they were given safe passage with no incident occurring whatsoever. So fasting can make your journey safe. And that could be a physical, actual physical travel. But we could also use it for other journeys on a spiritual path. The second one is one of the best examples where we look at King Ahab who was married to Jezebel. This is from 1 Kings. He was known to be a wild king and the Bible says he sold himself to do evil in the eyes of the Lord. Urged on by Jezebel, his wife. He was the most wicked king in Israel's history. Yet 1 Kings chapter 21 verse 24 tells us when a brutal death was prophesied for him, he fasted and humbled himself. And then a few verses down the line in verse 29, we, he, we see that the Lord says, because he has humbled himself, I will not bring this disaster in his day. 
It was moved down to one generation. So even one who is very wicked can receive mercy through fasting and humbling oneself. The third one is the people of Nineveh in the book of Jonah. He was sent to warn them and proclaim that the city will be overthrown in 40 days. Immediately when he pronounced this prophecy, a fast was proclaimed and everyone, including the king, fasted and including the animals as well, were included in the fast. And Jonah 3 verse 10 says, when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction that he had threatened. Fasting can avert certain destruction of an entire city as well. Not just the one person as we saw in the case of Ahab. In this case, the entire city which was meant to be destroyed, that destruction can be averted through fasting. The fourth one is from the book of Esther, where we see in Esther chapter 4 verse 16, she proclaimed a three-day fast to spare the Jews from annihilation. That was the plot of Haman. Later, the Bible tells us she was able to expose Haman's plot and bring him to justice where he was hanged. Fasting can turn around a near annihilation situation into your favor. The fifth one we see in Acts 13 verses 2 to 4. The fasting is used for direction and strategy. When the apostles were praying for direction on whom to send out, the Bible says, while they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Fasting can bring that answer from God. Fasting can cause you to hear from God. And he who began a good work in you will see it through to the end. When he starts it, he will ensure it is finished. The Bible also records that Jesus often fasted and prayed. He fasted 40 days in the wilderness in preparation for his ministry. In Matthew chapter 17, when he delivered a demon-possessed boy that the disciples couldn't do. And when they asked him why they couldn't, he said, this kind comes out only by prayer and fasting. So fasting can help build spiritual authority to the extent that it works even with deliverance. Fasting is one of the key pillars to building a strong, bold, and yet submitted and a humble spirit. It helps us come closer to God and align with his will. Fasting prepares you for the works God has ordained for you to do. 
To quickly summarize, fasting can be used to seek God in preparation for works ahead. While praying for safety, for wisdom and for direction, for deliverance, for repentance, for grief, but also for victory. Dr. Bill Bright lists the reasons for fasting in his book, Why You Should Fast, where he says, and I'll put them as few bullet points. Fasting was an expected discipline in both the Old and the New Testament. Even Jesus, when he taught, said, when you fast, he did not say, if you fast, which means he expects you to fast. Second one, fasting and prayer can restore the loss of the first love for your Lord and result in a more intimate relationship with Christ. Fasting is a biblical way to truly humble yourself in the sight of God. Fasting enables the Holy Spirit to reveal your true spiritual condition, resulting in brokenness, repentance, and a transformed life. Fasting will encourage the Holy Spirit to quicken the word of God in your heart and his truth will become more meaningful to you. Fasting can transform your prayer life into a richer and a more personal experience. Fasting can result in a dynamic, personal revival in your own life and make you a channel of revival to others. John Piper speaks about the absence of fasting where he says, the absence of fasting is a measure of our contentment with the absence of Christ. I'll say it again. The absence of fasting is the measure of our contentment with the absence of Christ. How happy are we and content are we without having Christ in our life? It shows our condition. And he adds, if we don't feel strong desires for the manifestation of the glory of God, it is not because we have drunk deeply and are satisfied. It is because we have nibbled for so long at the table of the world. Our soul is stuffed with small things and there is no room for the great. Fasting is a much needed discipline in the life of a believer. It is a spiritual exercise which God honors. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we understand the true power in this engine that you have added to our prayer life, this powerful weapon that you have given us so that when things do not work in our life, when we want heaven to move, when we want to tap into your mercy, when we want to navigate situations that look impossible, when we want to experience transformation and a raising up, and we want to prepare ourselves for ministry. We recognize this, the power that you have given us in this tool of fasting. And we use it to effectively build and edify our spirit. And as we pray for that growth in the spirit, we pray also for our physical and for our temporal needs.
those of our families, our prayer group, our community. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. For all those that are hospitalized that will undergo surgeries. For all those that are encountering or battling life-threatening situations. We cover them with your precious blood, Lord. And we declare that by your stripes and your wounds, they are healed. It is by your blood, they are cleansed from every stain. It is by your blood that there is renewal and revival. It is by your blood that the curse of the law has been taken away and grace is made available. That grace of healing we claim over their lives this day, Father. Because we rebuke and we bind every spirit of iniquity and cast it out of their lives right now. We pray also for all families of the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We cover every member of every family by your precious blood, which we declare as our hedge of protection. That every attack by day or by night, every noise and pestilence is kept outside this hedge. Any kind of soul tie with the evil one, whether we have created knowingly or unknowingly, we break it now by the precious blood of Jesus. We pray in a special way for all families that are battling the spirit of divorce, all kinds of divisive forces in their lives. Spirit of infidelity and violence and abuse. We curse and we rebuke these spirits and bind them and cast them out of their lives right now. We invite you, the God of love, the God who is love, to enter their home and let there be a transformation to a season of love in their lives. We pray also for all those that are battling financial challenges, poverty, joblessness. All those that have lost their livelihoods, their income. We speak a creation of new opportunities in the spirit. We compel their destiny helpers by the power of prophecy to step forward and connect these the children of the inheritance of God with the opportunities that the Father makes available to them. The opportunities that are brought into creation when we speak it now by prophecy. We come against all forms of prayerlessness and busyness in their lives and in our lives as well that keep us away from you, Lord. We come against every stronghold, including all kinds of addiction, anxiety, depression, mental disorders, all kinds of compulsive behaviors as well. Anything that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground, we come against it in the name and the authority of the King of Kings. Jesus, we declare every such chain over the lives of those that we now pray for. We declare those chains broken. We declare freedom under the authority of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask for your anointing, your presence to touch their lives. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. 
they are no longer under the yoke of the evil one that yoke is destroyed and the burden is taken off their neck they are able to experience true freedom that comes from you from your salvation we pray also for our own families and in a special way for all those members of our family and our friend circle those that are dear to us that have not yet been saved that have not yet encountered jesus that have not yet received their salvation quicken them o father let them call on your name for unless you quicken them they cannot call on you but when you quicken them and they call on you we know that everyone that calls on your name shall be delivered their life cannot be the same again when when they touch your grace there must be revival we ask for that revival this day lord for we resolve this day that those whom thou has given us just like jesus said we shall lose none but bring them to the fullness of your glory in their lives as we bring ourselves to you as well father we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us we surrender all of these our prayer requests to you with our humble heart submitted to you as we seek your direction your revelation your answer we open our hearts to receive from you and we join our spirit with yours o holy spirit to be one that we are able to make our prayer in the spirit make it a prayer of agreement with each other and with you knowing that knowing that matthew 18 was 19 then takes effect whatever we agree upon here on earth that will be done for us is what it says we approach it with that confidence and we now make our prayer in the spirit i encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift we pray for you as well to receive that gift but you must take that action of faith unmute your mic and start speaking one syllable at a time ask the holy spirit to take over your tongue and let him bless you with that gift make sure the intention with which you are asking is the right intention prayer is always given for intercession not for our selfish motives let him see that in you let us now make our prayer in the spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father thank you father thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit sandara baba yada la rastela shantahara di asarakala shandapapa biala la tokatasidara la rabala jalarantere kestere kasaya sela bara jalarandara la rekostere ambrosele arakastara kata elambara safara kata teketere dere stelere rekere elambara jalarantere rostele jalarandara
Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Father, we thank you for the revelations you grant us. As we commit and connect with your word, we read your word every day and chew on it so that it is then part of the fabric of our lives. We are able to apply it in our lives. We ask for that wisdom, O oh Lord. We open our hearts to your direction for this day and for the week ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, I'd just like to give you a heads up about our Bible study topic for this Friday. It is a continuation of our series on the 12 steps, the powerful series of 12 steps to a good year. This would be part five of our six-part series, where we will continue to learn how to equip ourselves to appropriate the fullness of God's provision and blessings in the year that lies ahead. We will also learn the need to make the right resolutions. We are seeing some powerful scriptures come through from Hebrews chapter 10 there. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube on our WhatsApp and our Telegram groups this morning, along with times for joining for different time zones around the world. Please share that message with as many of your family and friend circles as you can and invite them to come. It's more of receiving that presence of the Lord, not just uh, participating in fellowship there and learning some scriptures. You need them to take home that presence that we ourselves take. And we have seen what it, done, what it does in our lives as well. So please share those links and invite as many as you can. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us boldly step out carry his gospel and be a blessing to everyone around us. He said, freely you have received, freely give. Let us freely give for the glory of God. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God Thank bless everyone. everyone. Thank, you. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Have a blessed day.